Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. You're listening to Book Club Babes. Let's get into it. Hello. Hi. How are you? <laughs> I am so good. It's so good to hear it. It's so good to see you. You're Swifty Five now. I am Swifty Five. Thanks for the ice cream. Oh, hell yeah, girl. What is it again? Lavender Earl Grey? I think it's Blackberry, Blackberry Earl, Earl Grey. Grey. Something like that. Something Earl Grey, and that's yeah. all I need to know. And that's all you want mm-hmm. in your life. Hell yeah. Love tea. <sighs> Love an Earl Grey. Does tea. it have a tea vibe to it? Yeah, it could taste like a little bit of the, like, tea bag. Teeness. Teeness. Yeah. Tea like bag. a penis, but with a tea. But with a teeness. Teeness. The teeness of the penis. <laughs> oh, my lord. No, I hate it. None of that. Mm-mm. Cool. That's good. No problem. I got you. Yeah. No, thanks. What else are you up to? Not much. I feel like we have only talked a few days ago about book stuff, so. Yes. Technically, yeah. It's been like two or three days. Oh, right, because we recorded late. Yeah. On Tuesday. We, madame. Yes, that's true. Because I'm still reading the same shit. So sorry, everybody. Except for this book. Same shit. Read it all this morning. Except this. Yeah. Which are pretty good. I like it so far. It's pretty good so far. Um, watching anything cool on TV Mm. or on your podcasts? Uh, no, nothing new podcast wise. Yeah. Nothing new, really. Me neither. We're gonna watch that doc. Oh yeah. What's it called? The most hated man on the the internet. internet. Yes. We're gonna check that out tonight. Is anybody up? Anybody up? Anybody up? That's the ro- website he ran. Right. Is that the one that he ran? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That'll be that'll be good. And then he's like, I can't help it if your girlfriend's on my dick. That's what he says. Do you remember like how awful that website was when it for it was like first year yes. college? Yes, yes, I do remember. It all came flooding back to me. And like being threatened. I personally was never threatened to be mm-hmm. put on it, but so mm-hmm. fucked. Mm-hmm. Like that's just awful. Mm-hmm. Anyway. People are the worst. People are the worst. That's true. But Goodness guess what me. we're doing tomorrow? What? When this comes out. What? We're hanging out with Angeline. Oh, when this comes out? Yeah. Yes. Sorry. I was like, what? what? So make sure, I think mm. that there's a link in our bio. There is a link in our on bio. Our Instagram page. And in, I think, Angeline's bio, there's yes. a link too. Yes. Doesn't so matter where you register. Don't, doesn't matter. Just make sure you're registered because I think she's, well, we know she's got some sneaky peeks. Something exciting is happening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Something exciting is happening. Exactly. That's all we can say. Yes. So, yeah, make sure you're RSVP. And we'll see you, you there. There. See you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. Yee. Yes. Woo-hoo. Oh, and you can actually see us in real life. Yeah. You can like it's a virtual our, event, yes, but you can a, see yes. our faces. Yeah. It's not just our voices. So you can see our our um, nice faces. Well, speak My for yourself. Ugly Sorry mugs. in advance. Sorry in advance. You can see our <laughs> ugly mugs. I'm just going to go like this the entire time. Oh, Caitlin. Turtle. Turtle. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> camel? Hello. Oh, hello. Camel toe. <laughs> camel toe. That too. I'm going to pull my pants up real high. Ew, I hate it. <laughs> and just sit there so that's all you can see. No, cut that out. No. It's not happening. No, no, it's not happening. <laughs> yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah. Super fun. I'm trying to think. I honestly don't really think I've done anything new. Or... In like three days, four days? No. Yeah. No. Actually, my we had a little fire last night and our neighbors came over and Jerry asked me like what my favorite tv show was that i like rewatch all the time mm-hmm. and i was like forensic files nice literally seen every episode mm-hmm. watch it all the time and i also really like the 1980s unsolved mysteries okay i'll watch those too okay. with robert stack okay nice i don't know i'm just about it i'm more of a listener not a watcher it's my comfort show yeah fair enough it's familiar and i don't know it's yeah, weird fair enough I remember always watching America's Most Wanted with my parents and oh, then being cute. like, I can't go to bed. Those people are still out there. <laughs> they're going to get they're me. wanted. And they're the most wanted in America. There's of them. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to get me. Yes, yes. You hear a plane at night. You're like, ah! <laughs> they're coming for me. <laughs> I don't know why my parents would let me watch that, but I digress. Yeah. Eh, whatever. I mean, maybe if they hadn't, you wouldn't be the woman you are today. This is true. You'd be boring. I already am. Maybe you'd like I'd normal stuff. I'd be more stuff. boring. <laughs> You're not boring. But you might like normal stuff. Ew. I don't know. Lame. Like, I don't know. I can't even think of a boring normal thing. Because I like, I actually I do gonna like normal norm, I was going to say like plants and stuff, but I literally. Like I was going to say yeah. cleaning, but I'm like, I kind of like that. Me too, yeah. Well, hmm. Some days. Depends. Yeah, true. But like watching like Go Clean Co. Oh, fuck yeah. I watch all of those stories. I can't not. No. They're so good. I love the before and afters. I'll go back and forth between them. Like, yes. Okay. You have to. I don't know if you're like a big YouTube person, but like on YouTube. I do watch some YouTube. Oh, and she does have an Instagram. Just it's not as replete as Go Clean Co. Because she just does it by herself. She cleans her followers' houses for free. It's Auri Katarina and she's Finnish. And so, like, she has a bit of broken English, and it's amazing. Why does she do it for free? She cleans her followers' houses for free because she's sponsored by, like, Scrub Daddy and shit like that. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. yeah. Do you have to be where she is? Um, She's come to, like, America. She's shown that she came to America, but she's still showing, like, all of her, like, Finnish stuff. Mm, cool or european stuff i should say because i don't know if it's all in finland or not that's cool Mm -hmm. and she goes hi i'm audi katarina (laughs) and today i'm cleaning my followers homes for free her name is auri Au. yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) i can't even say that cute you'll have to send me a link yeah i'll send her a little linky link link. yeah cool yeah all right but she loves a scrub daddy so do i What's so special about a scrub daddy? Uh, scrub daddy! It's just a sponge. It's not just a sponge. What is it then? When it's it's hard when it's cold, so you can use it to like really, really scrub. And yeah. then when you get it warm, it's really soft. I've got one. I'll let you feel it. But what do you be, use it for primarily? Like scrubbing. Like I need to get a bathroom one. There's a scrub mommy that has like per... <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> it's half sponge, half scrub daddy material. And I think that would be perfect for the bathroom. But the nice thing about the scrub daddy and the scrub mommies is that you can put them in the dishwasher. So they're reusable. Don't you use like one of those scrubbers, like a Go Clean Co. 
scrubber with the bristles Mm-mm, no see that's my go-to mm. never been about that i've I'm always been a sponge i've always been a sponge baby i like the <laughs> i like that it has a handle and so if oh. i don't have gloves on i can scrub mm. something and i'm not yeah all up in it true i you could know? see that being handy but i usually just go for the rubber gloves Sometimes you don't want to rubber it. You don't want to rubber glove. <laughs> you just go in. You just raw dog. Raw dog in it. <laughs> With your fingers. With your fingies right in it. Right in the mess. Well, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I'll what? let you feel my scrub daddy. <laughs> All right. What about your scrub mommy? I don't have a scrub mommy yet. I asked Justin for one for my birthday and I didn't even get one. How much are they? Probably like five bucks. <laughs> what the fuck? I should ask him if he ordered me one on Amazon. <laughs> You can't get into his account. Um, I probably could if I asked, but I just I just send him the links and say, "Buy this for me." You're crazy. Oh. Anyways, should we talk about this book? Yes. Okay. Yes, we should. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores, and it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cashback is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free. And when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cashback boost. That's an extra 10% cashback on top of the 15% cashback. You won't see higher cashback rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Reading a good girl's guide to murder by a good a good girl's guide to murder is it actually by holly jackson nice okay okay um and we're talking about chapters uno two ten cuatro cinco sink go cinco sink uh, I think that's five <laughs> <laughs> times two. We are immediately introduced to Little Kilton in Buckinghamshire, which I think is where um, the Rose Code took place. In right? Little Kilton, Buckinghamshire. Oh, Buckinghamshire. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I was like that name's familiar. Was it the Rose Code? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I think it was. Facts and might not check out. So sorry. <laughs> you how about you fact check us and let us yeah, know you just let us know because i ain't gonna look it up and i'm not gonna look it up now when i'm no. re- editing this so no. i'm sorry no okay so little kilton buckinghamshire and we're being presented with this house that is like a haunted house um people either avoid it or they dare each other to approach it we immediately meet someone named pip and she is wondering why the three people who live there, who we find out are the Sings, have never moved after this tragedy that we don't really know about yet. Um, then we find out that our girl Pip is going into her final year of high school and that she's very smart. And she just has a cool personality. Mm-hmm. I like her. Mm-hmm. Then we're introduced to the meat and potatoes of the matter. 
Andy Bell and Sal Singh are two names that we need to remember mm-hmm. big time. And they had all gone to school together at Little Kilton Grammar School. Pip is wondering if what she's about to do is a bad idea and she's approaching the house and she still does it anyway. <laughs> she knows she knocks on the door rather and someone answers and this person looks so much like Sal it takes Pip back. Um, she saw Sal in the news reports and the newspapers and we later find out that she knew him personally as well. Um, so this is Ravi and he is Sal's brother. Mm-hmm. He's Sal's younger brother. Yes. So Pip's full name is Pippa Fitz Emobi. Mm-hmm. Um, and she is nervous and spewing useless facts as bad jokes. Which mm-hmm. I can get behind. Mm-hmm. The Jiffy thing? That mm-hmm. was funny. That was good. Uh, she tells Ravi that she's working on her EPQ, which is her extended project qualification. Um, Ravi doesn't know what this is because he left school as soon as he could, which is like fair. Mm-hmm. Um, and Pip has decided that she's doing her project on what happened five years ago, dot, dot, question mark, question dot, mark, dot, 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 dot. and wants to interview Ravi. He asks, he asks why, and Pip says, quote, because I don't think your brother did it and I'm going to try to prove it. And I just wrote, sheesh, what a first chapter. Yeah. Like, dang. Setting the scene. Yes. So then we're going into a production log. This is entry one. Ravi has agreed to an interview on Friday afternoon. This is good news for Pip. She's stoked. Mm -hmm. She's already interviewed someone named Angela Johnson. This log that she's creating that I'm talking about right now is to chart her obstacles, her progress, and her aims of her final report. She also notes that hers will be a little bit different because she is just going to record all of the information she gathers and make an informed decision once she has all the information. And she says it feels like a diary. What I like is that Pip is very smart Mm -hmm. and she knows that she's biased, Mm -hmm. but she's also knows that she can't ignore other things. Mm -hmm. I like that about her. Yeah. She's very aware. Mm -hmm. Um... She's hoping that Sal did not kill Andy on April 20th, 2012, but is wondering who did. So we find out there that Sal allegedly killed Andy. Mm -hmm. Her research methods are going to be interviewing key players, quote, obsessive social media stalking and wild, wild speculation, end quote, (laughs) which I love. Yes, she's self-aware enough to know, like... I've got to fill in the gaps with, like, hearsay. Yes, exactly. And the um, obsessive social media stalking. I mean, same. So we find out a little bit about what happened with Andy. So she was last seen by her little sister, Becca, at 10.30 p.m. on April 20th. Her parents' names are Jason and Dawn. She was supposed to pick them up from a dinner party, and when she failed to do so, her dad called the police at 3 a.m. to report her missing. The window of opportunity is between 10.40 p.m. and 12.45 a.m. We then have a transcript of the interview that Pip has with Angela Johnson from the Missing Persons Bureau. So essentially, she's just talking to her. She wants to know what the process is when someone is reported missing. Um, Angela tells her they gather info and determine if it's a high-risk case. Um, and And then Pip asks if, 
the circumstances of Andy's case were high risk. And she says yes, because she was a minor and it was out of character. Mm -hmm. And she also tells Angela also tells Pip that they train their staff when in doubt, think murder. Um, but just in the way that they document everything, because obviously you approach things differently if it's a homicide versus if it's a, a run, actual missing yeah, person or missing runaway, runaway or whatever. Or whatever yeah. yeah. Um, it sounds like Andy's body was never found, but people have just accepted that she's dead because of Sal. I was super confused. I got yes. a lot of question marks. Yeah. We're with Pip at her computer in her room, which we later find out she calls her workstation. She doesn't actually call it her bedroom. <laughs> some people some people work in their bedroom. I sleep in my workstation. Yes, yes, yes. Um, we start to learn a little bit, I guess, a little bit more about her family life. Um, she hears her dad come home, which is actually technically her stepdad, Victor, um, he's a loud man, even when he tries to be quiet. Um, she remembers a Christmas when he was trying to fill stockings and he was tiptoeing, but still was loud <laughs> as fuck. Um, we also meet Joshua, her half brother and Barney, the golden retriever who happened to be wearing one of Victor's shirts. So there was, it just seemed like a big, when he comes home, it's like a big, like to do It's yeah. very loud. Yeah. Everybody's excited to see him. Rambunctious. Yes. Um, but, but he embraces it like that's yes, who he is yes yeah. exactly um she likened it to um a homemade scooby-doo montage which <laughs> was hilarious homemade um he she explains what it's like kind of being her and in her blended family um she's used to getting odd looks when she picks up her half brother um this is because or when she's out with her dad um since victor is nigerian and is six foot three he mm. is massive that is pretty tall yep um we find out that her bio dad died in a car accident when she was only 10 months old um though she pretends to remember him for her mom mm. um she tells which is a weird thing to do yeah she's so young yeah it's weird the mom would be like do you remember, remember? yeah i know literally no no <laughs> no like I, I don't even remember what i was doing 10 months ago how would i remember exactly. doing when i was Honestly, 10 months old 10 hours ago <laughs> yeah. i don't even fucking know um she so she tells her dad that she went to ravi singh's house and that she's excited that she'll be meeting him on friday um her dad seems to be very supportive of, of what she's doing um and we find out that he is a lawyer so this kind of mm -hmm. checks out mm -hmm um mom is not home yet because she's at the boozy mom's book club and she's like sweet pizza for dinner hell yeah hell yes so those are just like kind of family dynamics kind of thing um in this production log uh she's saying she's um kind of just noting that the andy bell case is confusing and she's hoping to learn more from ravi and naomi who is sal's bff <laughs> <laughs> which i had to text you about this morning are you sure it's sal's best friend <laughs> who's naomi like i couldn't i just totally forgot <laughs> mm -hmm. um after some social stalking she's determined that andy's best friends are chloe birch and emma hutton um both of them were involved um with the hashtag find and andy right away and she's hoping for an interview with them because they were likely close to the missing search party from the beginning, mm -hmm. right from the get-go. Mm -hmm. She's kind of going over what she does know. So, 
she does know that he was questioned on Saturday about her whereabouts, Mm -hmm. um, but he was hanging out with his friends, Max, or sorry, hanging out at his friend Max's house with his four best friends, Max, Naomi, Jake, and Millie, Mm -hmm. Um, and that he left there around 1215 and returned home at 1250, and it's about a 30-minute walk, so the father confirmed checks out, yes. Um, missing posters and house-to-house questioning started on Sunday and Monday volunteers started helping search the woods and then Tuesday everything changed Mm. mid-morning Naomi Max and Jack tell the police that they provided false information about Sal's whereabout and that he actually did leave at 10 30 at night not 12 15 oh that don't look too good and this makes Sal the number one sub- subject, um, but suspect, suspect, suspect. Did I say subject? Yeah, but it still kind of fit. Yeah. Um, he's nowhere to be found, though. Um, and it is strange, though, because he sends his father a strange text, which the p- press calls the confession text. Mm. Um, and later in that day, they find a body. Everyone assumed that it was Andy's, but it is Sal's. Mm-hmm. And it looks like he died by suicide, which is really sad, mm-hmm. obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, then on Wednesday, they find her car abandoned. Um, and then the following Monday, it's announced that they believe that Sal was responsible for Andy's abduction and murder. And that they're not looking into anybody else, but they will continue to look for Andy. So... The evidence is that against Sal is that he had her cell phone on him mm-hmm. when they found his body. Her blood was under his fingernails um, and her blood was in the boot, a.k.a. trunk, <laughs> of her car along with his fingerprints on the steering wheel. And Andy Stills never been found and essentially the case is closed. There is something interesting, though, Um 18 months after the case is closed by the police, there's a report to the coroner for an inquest without a body, which essentially they're just trying to get a, I guess, a death certificate mm-hmm, for her. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the verdict is an unlawful killing. Um, she's upset by everything. And this is starting because it sounds like Sal has actually never been proven guilty, mm-hmm. but he's only ever been proven guilty in the fact that everyone in town yes believes it which By is the worse. media yeah. yes exactly and then she just kind of says her next next steps are poke holes in the prosecution's case <laughs> okay so pip is on her way to lauren's house because lauren has texted her saying it is an emergency her, when she gets there, she stops for her chocolate bar. Kara has also arrived with a post-breakup first aid kit. We got a tippy topper. Yeah, we got a guest. Ruby, hi. Hi, hi tippers. Okay, bye. Um, we find out that... I can't even remember the guy's name. I didn't write down. He broke up with Lauren via text, which kind of sucks. Rude. And so the girls take her phone away. Um... Then we find out that there are six of them that are all kind of best friends. The girls, the three girls, plus three boys, Aunt, Zach, and Connor. Pip and Kara have known each other the longest, though, so they're kind of the closest, and everybody just knows that. 
Um, Pip also helped support Kara through her mom's treatment and subsequent death at the age of 10. And then later in life, she came out. So they've gone through it together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Lauren is all like, I need to cut my hair. And then she's like, I should get my nose pierced. And Pip says, I don't see the logic in putting a nose hole through your nose hole. <laughs> no nose hole is on your nose holes. I just love that. It's so true. Yes. <laughs> um, the girls were asking about her interview with Ravi, and Pip is not phased by the idea of people seeing her at his house. They're kind of like, aren't you? Mm-hmm. So now we've got another production log. In this production log, Pip admits that she's biased. Um, she has essentially followed this case since she was 12 and noticed inconsistencies in it, which, I mean, it's been five years, right? So it's kind of interesting that she's decided, like, I was thinking myself, how old is she? Five? At 17, I don't think I was like, had enough confidence to do something Mm -hmm. like this. Do you know what I mean? I feel like now I don't have enough confidence to do a full on investigation. Investigation? Yeah. But especially as like a high school project. Wow. Um, she wants to chat with someone who is convinced of Sal's guilt and she has the perfect person. It is Stanley Forbes, who is a journalist. She thinks he is a crappy journalist, um, and that the things could literally sue him. Yes. He's pretty awful. He is. So the transcript from the interview, I just went over some key points. Um... Stanley had been there for the coroner's inquest. Pip wants to know what was presented there. Um, The timeline that Stanley tells her ends up with Sal intercepting Andy on his walk home. He took her to a secluded place and murdered her. He hid her body in Andy's own trunk and drove somewhere else to dispose of her body. Um, and then ditched her car on a back road where it was found. That's kind of the timeline they've mm-hmm. come up with. Um, Pip calls him out on not using, like, allegedly before all of the awful things he says about mm-hmm. Sal. Um, and also for being racist because he straight up tries to use the fact that Sal is Indian against him. Like, he says, plus he's Indian. Yeah. As if that's an excuse. No. Or, like, a reason, rather. Yeah. And Pip was like, what does that have to do with anything? Exactly. And he's saying they have their own customs and that they think that they own women and all this shit. And it's not cool. I love how she... Oh, you might say this. Oh, I do. I got it. Don't worry. Um, He tells her that they weren't allowed to print it, but the police found a death threat in Andy's locker. um, And he says he threatened her and then he did it. Although we don't know anything about that death threat. We don't Mm -hmm. know whose writing it was. We don't know any of that. Mm -hmm. So it's seems a little suspect um pip then calls stanley a quote racist intolerant dickhead mindless bottom feeder and she doesn't get to finish because he hangs up the phone on her (laughs) she's not wrong she is not wrong and i love that so much yes 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 she she concludes that she got two key pieces of information from that absolutely terrible conversation she had to have with that dickhead mindless bottom feeder and that is that the police believe andy was killed somewhere and then transported to a new location um as the first piece and the second piece is the death threat she didn't know about that previously so she ends up creating a murder map outlining all of the locations which was fun Mm -hmm. to see although Mm -hmm. kind of small on my kobo same yeah 
Um, and she estimates Sal would have had an hour and 35 minutes to murder someone based on the timeline. And that another weird thing is that there are no texts between Andy and Sal that they were meeting up that evening. Mm-hmm. So that's just kind of like a weird yeah. tidbit. Yeah. It's Friday and she's back at the Sings house with bribery muffins this time. <laughs> I love their interaction. Yes. Yes. I like their interaction too. I I like them. I think they're going to get together. I think so too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a little bit of back and forth about tea and stuff like that. He explained to her that even after five years, they can't grieve Sal because of everything that's transpired. Hmm. And it makes him or makes them seem like some kind of monster. Pip disagrees with him and she starts her interview. Oh, I like at the beginning how she does write some notes about just like how she's feeling when she listens back. And she was saying like, I can't stand my laugh. And I was like, literally same when I edit this. Oh, stop. Really? (laughs) She's like, I'm never laughing again. Yeah. So she starts off by straight up asking, what do you remember about April 20th, 2012? So nothing was out of the ordinary other than that they had an early dinner, which was at seven, which is weird. But I think British people eat dinner late. I think they call it tea. Really? I think. Maybe. I don't know. Tell us. I thought that was weird, too. Yeah, tell us. Um, He was acting normal um, but that day, but um, Ravi was already in bed when he got home. The next day, he seemed like he was in a good mood. He's a morning person. Um, This was all until he got a call from Andy's friend to say that she was missing, and then he had just spiraled and was worried Mm -hmm. it's confirmed that he wasn't told about andy until the next day and in fact that andy's friends had tried calling him in the evening or in the night like at 2 Mm a.m but he had slept through it Mm -hmm. um we find out that andy and sal had been together for about four months um but he never really went to her house but sounds like it's a common thing that nobody really goes to her house Mm -hmm. um And after he found out that she was missing, he just kept calling all weekend and into Monday. Mm -hmm. Um, So Pip has a thought of, so if he murdered her then and had her phone, why'd he call her so much? And Ravi agrees. Um, Ravi also tells her that he did say something that kind of has stuck with him to this day. And that is that every quote, everything that she did was deliberate. Maybe she ran away on purpose to punish somebody. Mm. And Ravi assumes that that person is her dad, Jason Bell. Mm. Um, Just overhearing their conversations. It didn't seem like they had a good relationship. Interesting. Yes. Very. Um, the police come Saturday afternoon to talk to Sal. Pip is shocked to hear that it was recorded as well. Um, and Ravi just kind of says, um, regarding their relationship that he seemed chuffed and happy that he was dating the prettiest and most popular girl. Um, but she always seemed to bring drama, like somebody who thrived on it. She sounds like a piece of work, honestly. Honestly. Um... And it was that evening that his friends came over and they made the alibi together. Um, Ravi assumes that he was rattled by the interview. um, And Pip also asks, what do you think he was doing during that time? And he says, honestly, I have no idea. He told us exactly what he told the police. Mm -hmm. Um, He then recounts the next day when the day that Sal Hmm. 
um, died by suicide. And he was just saying that I'll go over it kind of quickly. I won't go into the details, but um, he couldn't get a hold of Sal all day. Nobody could. And that he got dropped off by at school from him. And that's the last time he saw, mm-hmm. saw him. Mm-hmm. Um, their dad showed Ravi the text that he got and it said um, it was me I did it I'm so sorry was all the text said interesting Mm -hmm. so that was the confession quote-unquote confession Mm -hmm. text Um, Ravi explains that he never thought that Sal was suicidal he was always one of the happiest people you know one of those people who is good at everything he even called him the golden child and Mm -hmm. said that now my parents are just stuck with me which I felt sad about uh, but something to note too, so we don't have to keep saying mm-hmm. it. Every single person says this about Sal, yes. not just his brother. Exactly. Like everybody says the same yes, thing. This yeah. is yeah, exactly. Good point. Um, Ravi believes that he didn't kill her, and even though it looks bad for him, he still doesn't believe it. Um, and Ravi then asks Pip a question, and it's, "Why are you doing this?" And he. She explains that her best friend is Kara, which is Naomi's sister. And then Ravi speaks up and says that she's nice, but she was 100% in love with Sal. Mm. Interesting. Mm -hmm. And then she explains that she's doing this because I I knew Sal and he taught me my first swear word. Mm. He taught me how to flip pancakes. Like he seemed like a fixture Mm -hmm. at the... At Naomi and Kara, Naomi, Naomi and Kara's household, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and he also stood up to me when I was being bullied for about my dad being Nigerian. Aww. He's always been a hero to me, which That's was really sweet. sweet. So he's yeah. obviously just a really good stand-up guy. Yeah. Okay. Production log five. Pip realizes, or rather, she does some research and she thinks that she can send a request to the police for a copy of Sal's interview under the Freedom of Information Act, which is very cool. Mm -hmm. Um, Pip can't stop thinking about how Ravi mentioned Andy may have run away to punish someone and that she didn't have a good relationship with her father. Those are new facts to her. Mm -hmm. Um, Andy's mom and dad got divorced after the death certificate was issued, which was an interesting little tidbit she found out. Um, He then remarried shortly after to a young blonde, which was quite interesting as well. Um, she ends up watching some press footage. She goes down that YouTube black hole of it and she finds that Jason, Andy's dad, is just very cold and mm-hmm. Becca seems almost afraid mm-hmm. of her dad and he also sort of treats his wife weirdly, yeah. but it's subtle. It's not something yes. that you would notice unless mm-hmm. you were sort of looking for it, right? Um, and then on the 23rd, during an interview, you, Jason uses the word was when speaking of Andy. Um, and this is before the Sal stuff happened. That's so, like number one. Come on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, which is something that I struggle with. Even yes. when like watching like all the true crime and consuming it or whatever. I don't like I try to think of myself if I like what context would I use? True. And that's what I like. She He probably just meant like was because she's not been in the house for for a few days for a few days yeah kind of thing but i know like that's what a lot of they'll say oh you said was up. yeah he slipped up it was unconscious past tense yeah. whatever yeah yeah anyway i don't know i don't yeah. know anyway um and so jason bell andy's dad is the first entry on the persons of interest list oh shit watch out 
watch out, Jason. She coming for you. She coming for you. Um, okay, so now Pippa and her mom are at the grocery store. She's helping her mom try to decipher her dad's handwriting. <laughs> Thread. Yes. <laughs> um, so he, I guess he must, anyway, it doesn't matter. Blah, blah, blah. I won't get into that. So anyways, she sees Ra- Ravi at the store um, and she comments that she never sees him here and that's because they usually have to go out of town to shop oh just awful i know but today they had a milk emergency i see what you did there (laughs) i see what you did there (laughs) leanne which is pip's mom is so kind to ravi and she says i remember when you were about five years old because she's a real estate agent yes and sold his parents a house anyways she, I remember you in your Pikachu onesie and tutu. <laughs> and what does he say? He's like, mm, I'm surprised that never caught yeah. on. Like, yeah, he he seems like a good, genuine person yeah. too. Anyway, yeah. it doesn't matter. Yeah. just like struck by tragedy. Yeah, exactly. Um, there, she even says, like, go ahead of us. You'll you have one thing. We have like a whole grocery cart worth. Um, but the cashier is so rude and judgmental. This pisses pip off so much and she goes off on leslie she, which i fucking love i loved that too and she ends the conversation about saying you should get that arsehole on your face removed <laughs> <laughs> love that yes love that but ravi is not happy and tells her not to fight his battles and that you're gonna make things worse he's not happy at all which is like the sign of someone who's been beaten down exactly exactly or i don't know mm-hmm. it just that just sucks yeah, that he feels does. that way yeah yeah, yeah. i know. feel i feel really bad for the Singh family mm-hmm. so in this production log um she's noting that elliot who is naomi and kara's dad um was talking about sal since he was his teacher um so she's learning that and there was an impromptu interview. Mm-hmm. Um, we find out that Sal was hoping to study history at Oxford, which is where Elliot was an associate professor there. So he spent a lot of time with Sal, helping him get ready with, for his interview at Oxford mm-hmm. and his, um, like, in, inter- uh, uh, what is it called? Was it like a present? No, it wasn't a presentation. Uh, applications Ah, there we go (laughs) (laughs) and helped him with his um university applications and he says that he was um had lots of aspirations and was a brilliant student and in fact he did get accepted into oxford Um, which sounds very prestigious mm -hmm, fancy smart people yeah smart she also asks him what she remembers from those days at school um he just notes that the whole school was worried about andy um and because of the evidence he does believe that sal did it even though it feels wrong in his heart Mm -hmm. Um, and he also comments that he didn't know andy well um and she makes a note that ravi never mentioned oxford before so what else isn't he telling me Mm -hmm. um and also if sal is so smart why is the evidence so obvious why is it so sloppy yeah sloppy exactly um and then she also wonders if naomi is capable 
of being a killer because she feels like she has more of a killer instinct than her based off a of game of Monopoly because she's a bit unstable. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And she was like obsessed with Sal. Mm-hmm. So now Pip is with Naomi and she is feeling that the vibe is off. It's off. Naomi has struggled with her mother's death, obviously, and Mm -hmm. she had years of therapy and she made it through university, but ended up having a panic attack at her job. So she decided to move home, which was interesting because I was like, Mm -hmm. I've had panic attacks before and haven't moved, Mm -hmm. but it is what it is. True. You know yourself. Mm -hmm. So no judging. Um, She asked what they were doing at, sorry, Pip asks naomi what they were doing at max's that night they were essentially just doing normal teenager stuff playing xbox fucking around whatever um sal left before they started taking selfies because pip had mentioned how they had taken all these photos and put them on facebook and naomi also says that he wasn't acting strange or anything um naomi tells pip that andy was a total nightmare she was always picking fights with sal and that sal would usually just give her the silent treatment as a reaction to her being like um immature or Mm -hmm. unrational it seems like that's his kind of like go-to is just to be like silently strong yeah or like like, let it blow over like being like oh my god confrontational but like knows where he stands Yeah. yeah yeah Like, yeah, I feel like it would be one of those things where you're just like, you're so, like, you need to relax and Mm -hmm. then we can talk sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, She always thought that Andy was trouble, which is another interesting thing. Mm -hmm. Um, We find out that the friends all agreed to lie for him because Sal was so worried about how bad it looked and she doesn't actually know where he was. Um, they had some time to think about it and they realized that they could get in trouble for lying, obviously. So that's when they decided to tell the truth about how they had made up the alibi. Naomi really doesn't want to believe that Sal did it. Um, and then Pip asks where the other friends are around and if they might talk to her and they seem to all sort of be living their lives, but Max is around, which was okay. Mm Mm-hmm. Now we have another production log, Seven. Um, She really thinks that something doesn't feel right and that Sal's friends aren't remembering correctly or they're lying. Um, They called their parties calamities. Oh, I guess she met... This was when she met with Max, wasn't Mm -hmm. it? Yeah. I did not write that down. So she met with Max and she had a little interview. Um... We end up finding out from Max that Naomi went MIA when Sal left. Interesting. And when Pip asks where she went, he's like, I don't know, upstairs, taking a shit? Taking like, a shit. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know if it's now or later, like, Pip was like, but why would you do that when all of your friends are hanging out? Why would you just leave? Yes, like, yes. that seems really weird. Mm-hmm. It seems like a weird thing to do. And... Naomi did not mention this, so Mm -mm. a little tidbit of information. Mm -hmm. Um, Max thinks that it all fits and that Sal did it. He says that um, Sal did not speak of Andy all night and that he slipped out quietly, which was essentially the exact opposite of what Naomi said. Mm -hmm. So that's where Pip's getting confused. Either they're confused or someone's lying. 
Um, she's wondering if Naomi did it. Ravi said that she was in love with him, like you had just said. And she adds Naomi to the persons of interest list. So Pip submits her request for the interview that she wants to access. And it says that there's going to be a 20 working day wait, um, which she's unsatisfied with. But she has to do what she has to do. Suddenly, there is someone at the door to see her. And it is Ravi. Hey. Her stepdad, we then find out, is a corporate lawyer. And so she lives in a really nice house that Ravi had commented on. Um, he ends up apologizing to her based on how he reacted, which was sweet. She also apologizes and she says, I wrote this down because I was like, same quote, but sometimes my mouth starts saying words before checking with my brain first, <laughs> which is, we've all been there. Yep. yep. <laughs> um, she then invites Rabbi for a dog walk and he agrees to go with her. He says he always wanted a dog, but Sal was allergic and it is kind of just what it is. They're walking and talking, and we find out that he works at the George and Dragon pub and that he's saving money so that he can get as far away from Kilton as he can. He's got to go. He's got to go. Um, he was bullied really badly. Like, there were some examples, and they were awful mm-hmm. after everything went down, so Pip can't blame him. <clears throat> Pip suddenly realizes that they are literally walking in the woods where they found Sal, and Oops. she's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. But he's all just like, don't worry, everything reminds me of Sal, yeah. which is so yeah. sad, yeah. but so true. Mm-hmm. Um, we then find out that three years ago, which was two years after the murder, um, Ravi tried to do an investigation like Pip is doing on his own, but he just didn't get anywhere because no one would talk to him. He's like an outcast. Of course, he's too close. He's too mm-hmm. close to everything yeah. for people to feel comfortable, yeah. right? Yeah. And he's already been shunned by, like, there's preconceived notions yes. about him. Shunned yes. by, like, the whole town. You're totally right. He's shunned. That's the, yeah, that's the exact way to put it. Him and his family. Um, but now he says that it's good to not be alone in it for once because mm-hmm. Pip is suddenly there with him. And he asks what Pip's theories are. She's got four. One, Sal was implicated somehow and killed himself, or rather died by suicide, um, in terms of like an accessory after the fact kind of vibe. Two, a third party killed Andy. Sal felt so guilty about this um, that he died by suicide, and the evidence has a different explanation. I don't know what that means. Does that make sense? Yeah, like it's just happenstance that it kind of looks like it goes right. back to oh, him. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, three, third-party murderer. Sal is murdered as well, and somebody plants evidence to make him look guilty, which is kind of where I'm at right now. I kind of am feeling that. Um, and four, Andy isn't dead and faked her her disappearance and potentially murdered Sal. That was when I was like, oh shit. Is that where you're going? That oh, was, well, no. I've, I've got two. I've got, a, I've got, yeah. Okay. I feel like this is going to be a twisty book. I think so. Too. And I hope that we don't know the twist. I like, hope I hope so. it's yes. like that. Yeah. Okay. And Ravi wants to make a deal with Pip. He thinks that she might have a chance at finding something out mm-hmm. and she agrees. And then he gives her Sal's iPhone. Oh shit. shit! Okay, it's like a treasure trove yes. of info. Treasure, treasure. Okay, so first words out of Pip's mouth: "Can I look at it?" 
and then no i just wanted to show it to exactly. you exactly ravi's like why would i have brought it obviously okay let's go look in my bedroom yeah. let's go look in my, work my workstation yeah. yes um and she's like don't drop it it's like hot potato over there that's you right now yeah with your new phone that you won't even take out i won't won't even open it because i don't got a case yet oh my god okay so hot potato with the phone Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. first thing they do is look at the calls um she can see that andy called at 8 54 the night that she went missing um but sal did not answer um victor makes a comment that there's no boys allowed in the bedroom victor (laughs) come on um but it's fine because the door is open um she counts up the calls that he made to her and it was 112 phone calls yeah that's a lot of calls to make to like have Mm -hmm. to like seem Mm -hmm. that's a lot that's a lot of calls yeah um in between the calls to Andy, there are a few calls to home, dad, and one to Naomi. Hmm. Hmm. She says that that's way too many times if he knew that she was dead. Ravi brings says that he brought this up to the police, and the police say that he was trying to cover things up. Um, but they didn't have an explanation about why he would have kept the phone and not gotten rid of the evidence, mm-hmm. which is a good point. Mm-hmm. Um, there are text to andy um uh, the first ones are or the first ones she reads are like come home or please call if mm-hmm. you're able mm-hmm. um and then the next one is i'm not talking to you until you've stopped okay. yeah so okay. mysterious yes um ravi has no clue what that means uh he didn't know them to be fighting but he wants her to look at the confession the so-called confession text to their dad Mm -hmm. um and she reads it and he asks if she thinks this is anything suspicious and she says that that doesn't seem like the same type of texting she thinks that somebody wrote wrote it somebody else wrote it sorry it's interesting that people really do have texting styles yes yes you can tell when Mm -hmm. someone else writes something yeah so obviously um sal was like brilliant they said but Mm -hmm. his texting style was very sloppy Mm -hmm. like no grammar no Mm -hmm. punctuation or anything this one all lowercase all lowercase this one was all lowercase but there was punctuation periods proper grammar Mm -hmm. essentially Mm mm-hmm Ravi also tells her to look at the strange note from April 18th, and it's just letters and numbers, R009KKJ, which they believe is a license plate, but they can't find anything Makes sense. more. Mm-hmm. Um, he wishes that the phone held more information, um, and then she agrees to show Ravi all of her work so far. Mm-hmm. Um they think that the best and next course of action should be to find out as much as they can about Andy mm-hmm. and that maybe somebody in her life had motive. Um, he t- she tells her that she's reached out to Emma and Chloe with no answer yet um, and that she's noticed the inconsistencies like blood on his hands. Why would he not have washed his hands in For like two days? Two days. Yeah. Like why, especially if you've got blood under yes. your fingernails. Exactly. Yeah. I guess like almost four days by the time he does finally die by suicide. Was it four days? If it was Friday night, 
that would have been Friday night, Saturday right. night, Sunday, Monday, yes. and then Tuesday. So, yeah. And why wouldn't days. have anybody noticed, like, blood under your finger? Because honestly, if, if you're a guy, you probably don't have your fingernails no, painted. Exactly. So you would be like, wow, your fingernails are really dirty. And they're red. Literally covered in blood. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's exactly. suspect. Yes. Yeah. Very. So that's those sus. are what she's noticing mm-hmm. in her latest notes. Okay. Stay with me here. There's a lot going on. So Pip can hear her mom and her stepdad arguing, and they are arguing about her. Her mom isn't happy she's spending so much time on schoolwork um, and that she thinks this project is unhealthy for her. However, her dad feels like she needs to be given the room to make her own mistakes, which is fair. And again, I think that highlights how her father is a lawyer Mm -hmm. and he's probably seeing some similarities between him and her and thinking that it's not a bad thing necessarily. Exactly. Pip, rather, is about to call Emma Hutton. She finally got back to her. So she's talking with Emma. We find out that Andy was missing around 1 o'clock that night, and she found out because Andy's parents had called her. She told the police how they were fighting, um, how Sal and Andy were fighting at school on Thursday and Friday, and that it was out of character for Sal because usually we find out he just gave her the silent treatment, but he was arguing. Um, Andy said to emma that they were fighting because quote sal was being a little bitch about something which is weird Mm -hmm. i wonder if it was like something illegal Mm. like she wanted him to do something illegal and he was arguing with it well maybe the older man but why would he stay with her and not break up like why would you be like i'm not talking to you until you stop true i don't know like what if she's doing selling drugs true she does have a lot of money money. yes okay 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 Mm -hmm. um blah 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 andy was supposed to stay in that night we do find out to watch becca because she had been hospitalized a few weeks prior for self-harm so she was supposed to stay in but she went out um emma is talking about how andy's friendship was just hella destructive she would be super amazing and then she would be absolutely awful she was popular and pretty but she could be so cruel especially with becca i hate that dynamic it triggers me so much Mm -hmm. to hear that i've like been there and it sucks Mm -hmm. Mm. she says that she can understand why sal would have snapped and killed andy (laughs) which is like okay okay then yeah um we also find out she's not really in contact with chloe that she says that it seems like they both wanted a clean break from the people they were back then with Andy. Um, and she is, after they get off the phone, Pip makes a little comment that she's surprised that, quote, Emma could still resent herself after all this time for loving her tormentor. Which was an interesting little mm-hmm. observation. Mm-hmm. Okay, now we're in production log 11. They can't get the info on the plate numbers in Sal Notes, so that lead is dead. Um, she ends up having an interview with Chloe Birch. So Chloe says, here are some things that she finds out from Chloe. Chloe thought that Sal would mellow Andy out, but he didn't. Um, Andy just had a lot of drama always. We've heard that already. We also find out that Sal and Andy were not sleeping together, but that Andy was not a virgin. At this point, I was wondering if, like, her dad was a molester. Mm. But it seems like that went a different route. So, mm-hmm. um, 
Andy liked having secrets from the girls that she could tease them with. And that's when Emma, Chloe rather, brings up all the money. Like, where'd she get the money from? She'd buy the girls stuff, but then be cruel about it. She assumed that her dad was giving her the money. Mm-hmm. She asks about her dad, and Chloe gets defensive, saying it's not really relevant to the case, which mm-hmm. was, like, really weird. Cause Mind you're your like, business. Yeah, yeah, but you're also like, it could be. It could be. Like, Maybe. who are you to decide yeah. that? Um, she wonders if the girls are still keeping secrets. Chloe didn't correct Pip when she asked accidentally if Andy was sleeping with someone while being with Sal. Mm-hmm. So it's like, that seems possible. Um did he know? Does that explain the last text? That whole I'm not speaking to you until you've stopped. Yeah. She's going to catfish Emma pretending to be Chloe. Which is so funny. And that I is, loved it. That was great. She finds out that there was a... That Chloe was with a secret older guy. Secret older man. Who she could apparently ruin. So like secret there's... Secret older man. <laughs> secret older man. Yikes. Is he giving her the money? Is her dad giving her the money? Well, it's also yeah, implied those, yeah, those that texts. her dad was cheating on her mom Maybe and that her dad she, knew she knew. Maybe that's where she got the money from, too. Yeah, just keep quiet. Yeah, and it also makes sense about the strained relationship. Yeah. And, yeah, so that just kind of ended up giving us more questions than mm-hmm. answers. More Q's than A's. Um, this chapter is kind of just small, and I think it just sets up for what happens at the end. Um, it's one of their birthdays, not Pips. Happy birthday! I think it's year. And she wants to go camping, so they're all camping, and the point is to get wasted. Yes. (laughs) Um, they're having a seems like they're having a fun time though it starts raining and they go into their marquee it's not a tent it sounds like it's bigger than a tent (laughs) it sounds like one of those like wedding yes like a wedding tent tent or something like that yeah Yeah. um so all of them are there the guys and the girls they end up telling a ghost story and then it ends up being about andy which pip is kind of pissed about but as she looks up she feels like she can see somebody watching them in the woods yeah the end who do you think's watching them in the woods? I thought maybe it was Ravi to see. That's what I thought too. He, she was like a double crosser. That was my first. Was Ravi? But it also seems weird. Or like mm-hmm. maybe he was like wants to protect her, so he's like maybe. watching her to make sure she's okay. My thought was like, you say you want to do all this, but are you actually like, what do you know? Like or, that's what Ravi. Yeah. Like he's doubting. Yeah, like, maybe. Mm-hmm. But if it is Ravi, he would find out that Pip just gave Lauren shit for talking about yes. the case. Yeah. Or Kara, yes. rather. Kara, yeah. Because he, she didn't say don't tell anyone. She thought it was implied. Yeah, yeah. So he would know that she's true. Yeah, and that she got mad when they the ghost story ended yeah. up being about Andy yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. The, Are I you like, still thinking Naomi? Well, okay. So I liked Pip's fourth theory mm-hmm. that Andy's stage or all mm-hmm. of it and killed sal i like that one which would make it really easy for her to put her mm-hmm. own blood under his fingernails yes. and leave her cell phone and leave her cell phone that's why i was like yes then i thought naomi but i thought it might be too obvious yeah that it was naomi yeah during that time however um, a panic attack at work could be true. because you're a murderer yes and she seems like she's very 
doesn't really want to talk about it and then yes. max's and her stories are very different yes so but then is max lying this yes it's like at this point in the yeah. book it's very early on but i did like fourth number four yeah. theory four yeah and i like the character development mm-hmm. all of the characters are like seem to be flushed out quickly yes yeah it's nice yes i was worried that it was going to be a lot because the first two chapters were kind of like setting the scene Mm. i was worried it was going to be just like a lot of scene setting Mm. for this first chapter Mm. fierce chunk or quarter i should say um but no she got it got into it really quickly which was good and she's detective oh yes she's she's like an older nancy drew yeah i like it yeah so far i like it yeah i like it too Mm -hmm. so we'll just have to see yeah okay so we'll read the other ones next week okay Okay, goodbye. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. <gasps> See you tomorrow. Okay, go sign up in our SVP and yeah. link in our fucking Instagram. Yeah, be there or be lame. Or be square. Goodbye. Bye. Or you could be a triangle if that's what you wanted. If that's what you feel. Or a circle. Whatever. Be or a, a hexagon. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs>so much for listening please join us over at the book club babes facebook group for book discussions and to make your book recommendations or on instagram at bookclubbabes.pod if you'd like to reach out to us directly you can email us at bookclubbabes.pod at gmail.com or contact us on our website at bookclubbabes.ca if you love the book club babes podcast please tell a friend about us and until next time bye, bye. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.